right, everybody. The Suns are back. Patrick Finn, Billy Ray Mitchell, and Grace Wimbish. I am in sunny Los Angeles. Billy Ray is two hours south of me in sunny San Diego. Patrick Finn is back home in New Jersey, which is awesome. We're back. Uh, we're so back. Sunday, June 13th, 2021, timestamp 323 p.m. PST, 623 p.m. EST. Uh, very exciting episode here for you today. We've got a little Mike Young interview later on, uh, but let's go ahead and get into it. We're brought to you by the Main Street Pharmacy. Go down and see our guy, Dr. Lord Jeremy Counts. He's got all your COVID tangibles, the hand sanitizer, the wipes, anything you need, maybe a little bag of Cheez-Its. I know they got the Monster Energy fridge down there. Uh, we, we love partnering with MSP. They've been so great to us. Uh, they have every single thing you need. Guys, let's get right on into this thing. Uh, updates, no, no. updates, updates. First of all, you guys are both wearing the limited edition Bass Pro Shops X, Sons of Saturday X, Main Street Pharmacy shirts, which are a hit. You can go get them at Main Street Pharmacy as well, and flags, and you know you know the whole spiel. Yep. Um, also, at the end of this episode or after the beginning of this episode, however you want to break that down, we have an interview with Coach Mike Young. Uh, covered uh, a multitude of different subjects, including uh, last year's challenges, lessons learned, the new uh, new additions to the staff and the team, also the transfer portal. Um, but Coach Young, you know, we talk a lot about football and we talk about like the hurry up offense and the hurry up offense. You're always trying to catch people off guard. You're always trying to catch people not back to the line. Well, we get on the Zoom meeting. And Coach Young gets on there. You know, we, we're thinking, let's exchange some pleasantries like last time. Coach Young, like, what'd you have for breakfast? No. Hops on the Zoom. All right, gentlemen, let's get going. Like, let's go. And we started the interview and didn't catch about the first 90 seconds. But it was just saying hello. So just know that we said hello. We, we, we exchanged some pleasantries. Then we jump right into the interview. So a little technical difficulties there. I'll own it. Need a quicker trigger finger on the record button. So... Um, it was also very early, just to, it was very 90 early. seconds, dude, 90 seconds. I'm 90. saying in the morning, you know, it was oh, an early day oh. for us. So the that coffee was, was hot. The, the mind was true. turning on. So it's all good. It was six o'clock in the morning. I mean, the interview started at six o'clock, uh, West coast time. So, you know, we, we were, we were up early in Adam, um, Pat, I know you're in New Jersey from Charlotte, but you did have a stop midway. Tell us about your weekend. Spent most of the weekend on the road here. Um, but went to a wonderful uh, post, kind of like a post-COVID wedding celebration. Uh, my good friends, Jimmy and Hannah Tab, shout out to the Tabs. Got to celebrate with them in Norfolk, uh, out in the 757. Spent Friday night in Richmond, caught up with some old friends at RVA at Tang and Biscuit and Slingshot. And then uh, Saturday actually went up to the, the world-famous chicks oyster bar and had some of the crab dip had some orange crushes and enjoyed the uh, the pleasantries of the 757 drove back up to jersey today here for a couple weeks and uh excited to spend some time with the family go to the shore next weekend and uh and yeah but a great time exploring the uh, the eastern part of virginia a lot of time on the road though i the eastern shore of virginia uh, hadn't been hadn't been through that way in a very long time. Um, Chincoteague and Assateague, they're both beautiful. It's yeah. great up there. The, uh, the the Bay Bridge, seventeen miles long. But yeah, you were on a bridge for seventeen miles. Chesapeake Bay Bridge, yes, sir. Longest, it, I'm pretty sure the longest one in the country. Surprised cu- cross country. Surprised, uh, Mister Cross Country hasn't seen the uh, Chesapeake Bay Bridge. No, I'll need to add that to my uh, to my list. On the national, is there a national park in the seven five seven or something that I can go hike or? No, no <laughs> but there is a seventeen mile bridge. <laughs> I'll check that out. I'll check do that some, out. Do some miles. recruiting out there, and you'll get a chance to cross the bridge. <laughs> Pat, I'm bummed you didn't you didn't do what I uh, asked you to do, man. You didn't make the stop to uh, Pocahontas Pancake House. You got to get hey, it next time. Only so many hours in the day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did Pocahontas ever have a pancake in her life? Because well, I'm going to go with probably not. I don't know, but they have great pancakes there. Okay. Just right. wanted to, that's not what we're here to talk about, but you know. <laughs> all right. All right. Let, <laughs> anyway, moving on to three big things. The three big things are brought to you by the hub in Blacksburg. We've belabored the point. Again, it comes down to you want the best. They have the best. It is currently being constructed right now. 
Um, I got a little heads up about how many rooms are left um, ever since Sons of Saturday started talking about it. It's been the buzz of the town running out of rooms over at the hub. So make sure you get your yours reserved. And we always come to you with news. We always come to you with, you know, the specials that are going on, you know, and some of these have been, oh, you get a lump sum of $500. You get a lump sum of $800, which is great. But hey, some of you, maybe if you're like me, you're not great at financial planning. You're just not a great budgeter. That's not really your forte. Well, the flash special right now, you get $100 off every month. So deduct $100 from your rent every month for the four by four. That means that the four by four is starting at 845. So instead of you taking that $800 and buying skis, for a ski trip you're never going to go on, you just deduct $100 each month and then you get to budget it a little bit easier. So four by four at the hub, $845 a month. Please check it out. Three big things. The first thing is obviously the biggest news uh, surrounding the Virginia tech community. Um, and we're not going to talk about it that long because last time I checked, Pat, Grayson, Billy Ray, not lawyers, not doctors, not forensic scientists, Izzy Atute uh, is being held in Montgomery County Jail for a second degree murder. Um, all of the details are not public. Some of the details are public. You are allowed to do your own research into the subject matter. Obviously not great from a PR standpoint, point, a horrific, horrific story out of the Blacksburg community. Um, I would hope that others could take a page out of this book and stop trying to, whether one way or the other, try to um, you know talk about what you think happened. But hoping that gets resolved, I don't. That's really all I have to say about it. So do your own research. That's all I have about it. Does anybody else have anything they want to say on the subject? I mean, I just think the whole situation is obviously. I'm just playing Captain Obvious here. It's extremely unfortunate. Uh, the day before the story broke about this, we had just gotten the news that Devin Hunter had been reinstated to the football team, which was awesome. Like, that was great news. Some of the best news out of the Virginia Tech football program in a long time. Uh, that's arguable, depending on who you ask. But, uh, you know, we also had just kicked off a huge recruiting week. Some early enrollees had just arrived to campus, and then these events unfolded. And from a PR standpoint, it's not great. Uh, so it's obviously like Bill said, we're not lawyers. We don't know all the facts and that's pretty much it. We're not going to do a deep dive on it. Uh, so yeah. Point number two, Pat. Yeah, we'll move over to number two. So before we talk about the big recruiting weekend in Blacksburg, uh, along the lines, giving away point number three, look at you dropping Easter eggs. Dude, point number three is not the recruiting weekend. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you did a little. You did a little pre a pre preview pre roll. I'm sorry. <laughs> Billy. Um, so, Kaishan Jared's coming back to town. Welcome back home, uh, Kaishan Jared. So, Coach Fuente announced on Wednesday that Kaishan Jared is returning to Tech and is and will be um, taking over the position. Uh, vacated by Corey Fuller, Assistant Director of Player Personnel. So Corey, uh, which we found out earlier uh, this year, has moved on to the Carolina Panthers. First of all, shout out to Corey. No, he wasn't in Blacksburg for that long, but um, it sounded like he did a, a, a solid job and uh, found a found a um, a good landing spot with the Panthers. Kaishan, former captain for Tech, uh, led the Hokies in tackles in 2014. Uh, had a punt return for a touchdown in that Pittsburgh game in 2012. Uh, drafted by the Washington football team in 2015, and then since then, uh, you know, for those of the, for those of you guys who don't know, Kaishan Jarrett, um, he was sidelined with a career-ending injury a couple of years into his NFL career. Spent some time uh, interning with the Washington football team um, with a, like a, an internship role for defensive quality control and uh, also work with defensive backs. And then also has been working um, as the director of athletics at a middle school and high school in Concord, North Carolina, which is uh, just a couple miles outside of Charlotte. So uh, this is a big pickup. It sounds like since, his playing days, Kaishan Jarrett's gotten a lot of solid experience uh, working uh, in football operations on the field. 
And now he's taking his talents to the uh, to the recruiting side of things. But Billy Ray, you know Kai Sean on a personal level. You've been in that locker room with him. Uh, what are your initial thoughts and feedback uh, about this move? Yeah, I mean, I spent uh, I spent a year with Kai Sean, um, and just a really great vocal leader, a guy people want to get behind, and uh, and you know does a, does a fantastic job in that standpoint. If you have some time, I would definitely take take a second and read his story. Um, not only. Uh, from his time at Virginia Tech or his time pre-Virginia Tech, but every way that he seeks to challenge himself and continue to um, to move forward after he after his football career was cut short, unfortunately. Um, but uh, yeah, he's the exact type of guy. I think Sam Jesse tweeted this or, or somebody put it out there, but he's the exact type of person that you want within your program. Somebody who loves Virginia Tech, who's passionate about Virginia Tech, um, can kind of serve as a um, as obviously an ambassador on, in recruitment, but also someone that the players can go up to and talk to, uh, sort of like an Uncle Kaishan, Uncle Kaishan role, big brother Kaishan. Um, but super excited to see him next time I'm in Blacksburg. Um, he is, uh, he's an awesome individual and I think will make a huge impact um, on that team and in recruiting as well. Uh, speaking of recruiting, had a huge recruiting weekend at Virginia Tech or last couple weeks here. At Virginia Tech, a couple notable names that were stopping by in Blacksburg. We had Corbin Page. He's a West Virginia top recruit, the number one recruit in all of Virginia, West Virginia, by the way. Top 20 tight end in America. Uh, his father played at Virginia Tech as well. Rashad Purnell, lots of great, great vibes coming out of, of that visit as well. Daryl Tapp, uh, love to see it. Daryl Tapp was tweeting back and forth with Rashad. Uh, Gunnar Givens as well. And there is a long, long list of other recruits that stopped by um, and that will be stopping by later in the month. I know that the Hokies have another official visit weekend. I believe it's the 18th uh, here. So coming up next weekend. Um, but uh, lots of good momentum. Um, From the portal, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, well, th- there is definitely some more about the portal. Go ahead, Grayson. From the portal, uh, notably in town this past weekend was Kalan Lambo Laborn. Former Florida State running back and five-star recruit out of Virginia Beach. Also, uh, some Hokies may remember that kid had an insane run against the Hokies as a freshman at FSU back in 2018. Very explosive football player, shifty as hell, and he is as quick as the car he announced his commitment to FSU in. I don't know if you all remember that, but he like popped out of a Lamborghini and it was just this whole thing. So, would love to have someone like that in Blacksburg. Hope he enjoyed his time. Uh, moving right along to point number three. I'm excited about this one, y'all. Uh, number changes. Number changes happened in Blacksburg on the football team. I would go as far as to say like an insane amount. Chamari Connor is no longer 22. He is now in the number one. He is in the stick, which Fire. is which is so dope, which is so awesome. He joins Macho Harris. He joins Anton Exum. He joins Isaiah Ford, Reggie Floyd. He's the next man up in number one. Eric Everyone, Green. Eric Green. Yeah, going back. And then Keon Carpenter, God rest his soul. Terrell, Every, Terrell Bell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this, is my favorite, this is my favorite part of the podcast where Pat and Grayson have a uh, history a, moment. A Hokie history stare off here. Hokie history. Left here Terrell, Terrell Bell was on the basketball hardwood, but still, <laughs> I mean, anyone who's worn one for for the Hokies has been a, has been a beast. Um also notable, Jermaine Waller going from 28 to 2, which I think is really cool. Deuce. Uh, Deuce. That's right. Uh, my favorite, though, Norrell Pollard is wearing number three. Uh, goes from 96 to number three. The big guys in the single digit. Love it. I'm all for it. so awesome. I'm all for it. I love uh, D-Lyman in single digits. It's like Timmy Settle when he switched to number four a few years mm-hmm. ago. Other right. notable notable number switches, which I'll run through real quick. Keyshawn King goes from 35 to 23. Really, really wanted to see him in single digits, but I digress. Jaden Payout, 85 to 14, which is really awesome. Amari Barno, I'm stoked about this one because I said it needed to happen last year. He's in the sticks on the defense. We have another 11. He and Trey Turner are going to rock the sticks on both sides of the ball. DJ Harvey is now in Blacksburg. He is starting his career with number 20. Papa Harv on the Twitter timeline saying it it's 2.0, 2.0, which I like that. I think that's cool. Are these number switches or are these number picks? Well, well, a Who's lot doing? of them are, but DJ Harvey, he just got here. Just new numbers. It's new number okay. news. 
Okay. Dwayne Lofton is wearing number 18. And then Josh Fuga, also another big boy on the DL, uh, goes from 58 to six, another single digit lineman, which is awesome. Uh, just, <laughs> I love it when this happens, y'all. I'm sorry. What are y'all, what are y'all thoughts? Bill, you're in the locker room. You were there with the number switches. How does that all work? I don't know. I, I never switched my number. Uh, dudes all right. number like that. Um, I have no, I think, I think they just, it's a whole process now. Like it all goes by the, um, by the, the, this was a hard hat. This was hard. This is a a completely different process than what it was from, from what it was when, when I was there, it was just, you went to the coach's office. You're like, Hey, can I have number whatever? And you either kick rocks or get the number. That's that's so (laughs) I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty cool that they're giving uh, guys the opportunity to pick. Um, and it's different. Pat, what is your, what is your favorite number switch that you, that, or number selection that you see? Um, I like Daywan Lofton wearing 18. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of when Cam Phillips came in and wore 18 for one, I want to say one year, maybe even two years. And then they switched to five. Um, I want to see Daywan Lofton wear 18 for one year and then switch to four. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm riding this, I'm riding this Daywan Lofton, Eddie Royal, comp train uh just from seeing his film um matthias carroll rocking number 90 reminding me of uh, a little orion martin action there uh jack hollyfield billy ray wore number 66 jack hollyfield you're gonna say it he's in good he's in good hands there you go welcome to the holly jay hollyfield is wearing uh 66 now i got flamed for this um undeservedly no, 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 no. You might have been the only person in the know that didn't know about this. Pete BVT. Everyone knows Pete BVT. Pete had no idea either. I think, go, all right, go to, go to my Twitter and look at the replies. I think like 15 people said, I didn't know that either. Um, I don't know. Maybe I was on vacation or something when the news was announced that Jack Hollifield was moved to offensive line. Um, I know this You're now. Finding, if, if there are people listening to this, finding this out right now, tweet in de- defense of Patrick. I just found out that this was happening. So I was today years old, four days ago when I found that out. And I was, it was a surprise, but um, good for Jack. I'm, I'm assuming that he's going to get a look at, uh, at center. Um, what else do we have on here? Chance Black. Robinson, number nine. I love right. I was, that. I was going to get to that. I was going to get oh, to that. On the docket today, I got it here in blue, bro. Don't steal my don't steal my favorite number here. Engine engine number nine, sweet feet Tay going single digits. I know the single digits are super <laughs> popular. Everybody wants them. I'm fine. Nobody's I, yeah, I'm getting excited. Nobody's talking about Tavion Robinson. Tavion Robinson is taking a step forward every single year. We need wide receivers to step up. I, I, I'm fired up. I, I think we just got to speak it into existence. Wide receiver room. Let's surprise some people this year. Daywan Lofton. They just think you're the squat guy. The guy that walks up to the squat rack and throws around some big old, big old weight. Sweet feet Tay. Yeah. You got a cool nickname. Well, let's watch you ball out this fall. I'm fired up about it. Why we, we've never had like a stud number nine receiver that I can remember. So this is, yeah, that's very exciting. Did Carlos I've- Parker wear nine? I've never seen, I don't think anyone's worn nine on the offense in a long time. Other, I mean, Chris Hill was a defensive back. He wore number nine. Justice Reed was number nine last year, but I can't think of anyone else in nine recently. Will Adler? Uh, Mott. Mott wore nine, right? Brendan Motley did wear nine. Yeah, he wore nine. Did Will Adler wear nine? Ladler yes, wore, he did. Did Ladler he, wear nine or six? He wore, he wore nine and he was on the defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Taj Bullock. 15 and then uh chance black 28 taking the old uh the brandon or 28 number Taj bullock rocking the uh tim tebow jersey <laughs> shout out to tim y'all stop y'all stop bullying tim man he's getting a chance in jacksonville leave, leave tim alone um <laughs> new new segment here which i'm really really excited about uh sons of smiles uh basically you know what this this read is for our guy john cran uh, the Chesapeake Center for Complete Dentistry, Dr. John Crane, excuse me, um, did some wordsmithing here. Look, we always try to do a great job for our sponsors. We were like, look, like, Mr. Cran, you're you're like a big positivity guy. You always got a smile on your face. What can we do here? And we, we wordsmithed, idea smithed, smith smithed this Sons of Smiles segment where we talk about the one thing that made us smile this week. 
And the thing that made me, I smile all week, but the one thing that stood out that made me smile this week was I saw Coach Fuente and Coach Hilgart getting after it, grilling in Lane Stadium. Shout out to Marky D for the pick on the Twitter timeline. We have posted it and reposted it on Instagram and Twitter. You can check it out. Um, but I can't think of a place that I would rather be eating some brats, eating some dogs, slaying some hamburgers. Um, there's, there's no better place. Guys, curious. What do you guys put on your hot dog? This isn't on the dossier, but I'm curious. What do you guys put on your – you're at a ball game. What are we putting on our hot dog? Pat, you put you put mustard on a hot dog. So I – just Grayson, you go ahead first before I weigh in on that. I'm putting nothing on a hot dog because Grayson's not a hot dog guy. I'm not a fan. I, like, I'm, I, yeah, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you like, American? I used to be. I used, used to be American. American? I, I, I know I used to be a fan of hot dogs in my youth, but like, I don't know what happened as I've grown I'm older. I, well, there's that, but you're here. So what are we talking about? I, here? I stay, I stay true to my roots, dude. Yeah, it, <laughs> I think it says San Diego in your bio now. Son of San Diego. So, so what, what are we happened? doing? It just doesn't do it's, it for you anymore. It just, I don't know, man. Like, I just don't like, like, I don't like hot dogs. Like, like we could be having a cookout. Which you like bratwurst? I do like bratwurst. Okay, but yeah. just like I'm not going to eat a Nathan's hot dog. I'm just not, dude. Nathan, dude, you need a. First of all, just 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 to confirm, if you put ketchup only on your hot dog, you better be a pretty cool cat for us to be friends because that is not that is not how we operate here. That's not it. That's do not put ketchup only on your hot dogs. Maybe some sauerkraut, some relish, chili, even chili, dude, some beef on your hot dog, chili um, dog. So you know. There are lots of options. Pat, what made you smile this week? So, got some scoops. Not even scoops. Saw it all over uh, on Twitter. Mm -hmm. The Cranham family hosted the voice of the Hokies, John Laser, and his lovely wife, Renee, at Smith Mountain Lake this weekend. Um, And I know Laser is a big fan of Dr. Cran's book, The Cornell Effect. Well, guess what? Cornell is actually joining Lays' team this year for this season. And he's going to be helping out uh, Wes McElroy on the sidelines at all home games um, it, it, with a uh, specific role in the, uh, the media, figuring out you know, what's going on down the field um, and kind of being a uh, boots on the ground, specifically on the field, to relay back up to the booth. So I know Lays is excited. He says, let's hope Cornell has the same effect on the 2021 Hokies here that he seems to have on everyone else that he comes in contact with. So shout out to Lays, shout out to Wes, shout out to Cornell and the Cranums. Uh, that's awesome. So really excited about that and excited to hear about the stories that uh, both Lays and Corn have uh, this year. What about you, Grayson? Something that made me smile, uh, a very good friend of the podcast, our boy Karsten DeWolf got engaged this weekend, boys. Shout out. Shout shout out to Karsten DeWolf. Karsten. Karsten, just such a a, a loyal loyal follower and supporter of the Sons of Saturday, literally since we started this whole thing. And and to see him get engaged to to his fiance, Brenna, is is awesome. I'm, I'm so, so happy for you, brother. Uh, and we are, I mean, it's popping off like that age where, you know, I'm, I'm opening the Instagram, Instagram TL and granted I'm happy for everybody. Oh, I love it. I I, I don't even know what state I live in and people are out here getting married. So it's like, I can't tie my shoes and I have homies getting married. It's like sons sons of responsibility. We got to figure it out. (laughs) Also, another thing that made me smile just real quick is uh, I got together last night for a, a very impromptu Johnny on the spot cookout with friends i was grill master gray for the evening grilled burgers noticeably absent hot dogs uh but the burger the burgers that i made were delicious and uh i put you know little tomato lettuce iceberg lettuce i'm not crazy provolone cheese ketchup and wait so you just on hold, on, hold on time out. Yeah. Do you yeah. have like a special routine for your like? What do you what do you what do you season it with? You just told me like what the normal toppings for burgers. Yeah. Are. Yeah. So, so I, I'm uh, I I literally just use salt and pepper, okay. and I I, I just kind of let it sit. Sometimes I'll do I'll even put like steak seasoning on it. I don't mm. know if that's I don't know if that's crazy or not. And a little bit of garlic powder. If you're if you aren't hit, try that. Serious. Mm. 
And then why brush your teeth after, be sure. Yeah, well, yeah, not too much, just a little bit. And then when they're on the grill, brush them, brush the patties with butter. That's, See, that's what I was asking. When you say so I make really is. good hamburgers, don't just Br- say, brush them with the butter, key. brush them with butter, and also toast your hamburger buns. Put them on the grill, a <laughs> little salt and pepper, put some butter on those as well. They're nice and crispy. They come off. You should have done this at the first up. time. You were like, my burgers are so good. I put lettuce on them and pickles. <laughs> and you know, it's like, dude, what do you there, there, There's levels to this hamburger, crap, man. Yeah, go ahead with the <laughs> rush and all these other adjectives, dude. You can you can fill us in. Um, Sharky, shout outs. Here we are. Let's get to this Mike Young interview. I know uh, Coach Young interview. Everybody's fired up about it. I do have a few shout outs. So um, shout out to my guy, Willie Hanson from the Hung Up Podcast. He is here with me in San Diego moved in for a couple of weeks and is, is debating moving for the entire summer. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Once you come to San Diego, you don't want to leave. So we'll see. Ran into Ben Bush. For those of you who don't know Ben Bush, um, he is from Virginia tech class of 2019 ran into him said, Hey man, love the podcast. Heard a lot about it. Listen all the time. Like, dude, Ben, shout out to you. So if you're listening, shout out, if you're not listening, what the heck. And if you are listening and know Ben, say hi, just move down here to California or San Diego. Um, Jacob deGrom is the best pitcher in baseball. Happy birthday to Silas Zanzi. We have a new lacrosse coach. Shout out to her, Kristen Skira, former Army head coach and owns deep ACC roots and was a two-time All-American player at Duke University. I think I had one more shout out. Oh, and shout out to the Bucks for doing God's work and leveling out the series with the Nets. Um, Pat, shout outs. Happy birthday, not only Silas, but also Mike Santa Maria. Mm, indeed. Big time. Mike from Athens, the legend. Happy birthday, Mike. Thank you. Big time thank you to Ben Galdo from Castle Guard, Castle Guard mm. alumni. Uh, ben hit me up a while back and said, hey, with this castle, I know they, uh, they took and edited and adjusted and replaced the seats in Castle, the wooden backs. He saved me a seat back. So I have a, uh, a seat back from Castle Coliseum. It's actually in my hands right now. Uh, seat number five. Shout out section five. Shout out, shout out Ben. Really appreciate that. And uh, Dave Portnoy commented on our Instagram last week. That was pretty cool. So uh, shout out to Dave Portnoy. He's also uh, doing the jersey. He's like he's like going Jersey heavy on his pizza reviews. Um, yeah. Oh, big yeah, time. He's been all over. He knows where the best pizza in the world is. That's true. That's true. All you guys talking smoke on. We got to do like a Jersey appreciation podcast. Oh, I had I had pizza in Richmond on Friday night. Um, you know, late night pizza Friday night, late night pizza Saturday night, and it was less than satisfactory both times. Just, <laughs> I was waiting for you to be like, it's the best pizza I've had in Virginia. No, it wasn't. Are, are good. you going to give it away? Are you going to Asante's pizza, the Richmond Asante's, no bueno. Got to go to. Mary Angela's on Cary Street, baby. That's that's the spot. Mary Angela's was not open. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> it was it was late. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, to, to finish this thing off, I want to shout out Nikhil Alexander Walker. He made the senior men's Canadian men's nat. I just said men's twice national basketball team. So I don't know what that means, but it sounds like Nikhil is headed to Tokyo to play in the Olympics. Uh, that's incredible congratulations Nikhil if that is in fact the case it's always really cool to be able to represent your country he just posted on Instagram loyal to the soil with a little Canadian leaf so I like loyal to the soil I like that a lot uh shout out to you Billy Ray I received my lunch pail I was not on the episode where I was coming back from the OBX uh so thank you for sending that to me thank you Clark for making that and for the few decals and everything in there. Do you know uh, how you're going to utilize it yet? I think it's going to be like my catch-all. Like I put my keys in there. Put your keys in there. Phone wallet keys and face mask for like two more days. Look, I, I want I want to make a decree right now. I want to make a decree right now before we, we start the Mike Young episode, then we'll go. We've been doing the they have your COVID essentials at, um, at Main Street Pharmacy. We've been doing the you need – look, be safe. Do what you want. America's back. No more. No, I don't want to do it in our ad reads. I don't want to do any of it anymore. I'm fired up because the world is getting back to normal and it they're is. not doing it in our ad reads anymore. Can we can we all agree to that? We can we can get on board with that. Please. The the, the buck stops on this episode. Buck stops here. Next episode, the MSP ad. Nothing about code. You need to follow guidelines. Be safe. Be smart. 
but the sons of Saturday, we're 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 moving forward. We're moving forward. We're I'm rolling. With it. I'm in, the words of, uh, in the words of Whip Babcock, we're rolling. So here comes the Mike Young, uh, the Mike Young interview. Everybody enjoy, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, look at next year's team. We got a lot of guys. Nahim Aline has played a lot of basketball uh, as a as a third year guy. Couture's played a lot of basketball. Uh, Tyrese Radford, um, just another year of uh, growth physically. Uh, guys have seen a lot of plays. Um, it's a really, really a smart group of uh, of people, uh, basketball people. Um, another year and another summer fall of uh, skill development and, uh, you know, uh, getting everybody better. Um, so that's where our focus has been. Nothing, nothing, you know, much beyond that. Um, feel good about, uh, you know, where we're headed and uh, the progress that, uh, that this team is making. So what does a typical day in the life of Coach Mike Young and staff look like in the summer months? Um, you know, serving our team, um, you know, making sure those guys are in a good place. They do a, a whale of a job academically. Our academic counselor, Elisa Vila, is uh, as good as you'll find in the country and, you know, well-documented. Uh, we've been over a 3.0 grade point average in each of the last six semesters. Um, and this past year was a really a challenging year, not only for Elise and, you know, her uh, work, but uh, for our guys, most uh, classes were virtual. Um, I think, uh, fellas, I think I'd had a hard time with uh, with that as a as a as a young person, not being in in class and um, you know uh, just uh, just so different. But uh, they did a, a whale of a job. Uh, most are in a class or two classes this uh, this summer. Um, they're over every morning at 6 a.m. Uh, to uh, to lift, or I should say, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, taking full advantage of the new uh, Sports Performance Center that's been uh, a tremendous addition to, uh, to, to, you know, men's basketball, football, and, and other sports. Um, uh, and they've got a study hall in, uh, at 8 uh, each morning. Um, you know, so just a typical summer um, you know, role. Uh, we're spending a great deal of time and a um, an inordinate amount of time here of late uh, with uh, with recruiting. You know, we haven't been on the road. We haven't uh, haven't been out in 16 months. That's so foreign. Uh, so, um, you know, with, with the addition of Mike Jones and losing Chester Frazier. Uh, that dynamic is uh, is a little different. Just making sure that everybody's up to speed, and you know we know where we're going with uh, team camps in June. Um, July is fast approaching in the AU tournaments, which um, I think any of us would tell you is, uh, is 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 the are the most enjoyable and beneficial uh, recruiting opportunities, evaluation opportunities uh, come in uh, in July. So we're not uh, we're not uh, resting on our laurels. I can assure you that we got a lot going on. Coach, you want to talk a little bit about the changes uh, faced this offseason? And the first would be we'd be remiss not to talk about the impact Coach Frazier had on this program. Uh, I just want to ask you a little bit about uh, what impact Coach Frazier had on the basketball program and also what you may have learned or taken away from his time um, on the staff. He was great. I mean, great friend. Um, fellas, this is my 20th year as a head coach. Uh, I've had a lot of really good assistants. Um, those guys are going to move in and out. Uh, we all uh, want to be head coaches. I wanted to be a head coach when I was, um, you know, uh, you know, the course of my uh, journey and hope like crazy you have a chance. Uh, you're trying to position yourself as best you can. Uh, to uh, to make that happen when uh, when your number is called, um, you know Chester's no different in that uh, in that regard. Uh, so his uh, contributions were uh, were many, uh, but um, you know you keep on moving. There are a lot of good coaches out there, fellas. Um, 
And I thought Mike Jones was a uh, great addition and um, he has been exceptional in his first month on campus uh, and his interactions with uh, this current team and, uh, and on the recruiting uh, path, um, not on the road yet, uh, but uh, having kids in finally. Uh, so uh, the show goes on and uh, I think we've positioned ourselves quite well with, uh, with a number of kids and, uh, you know, we're doing, uh, we're doing fine. Yeah, absolutely. Big shoes to fill there uh, with Coach Frazier's departure. As you began conducting your search for Coach Frazier's replacement, what were some of those key characteristics and qualities that you were prioritizing? It's never changed. Uh, 2002, I became a head coach. I was looking for a high character person that was a good coach. Um, you know, uh, people get so, uh, see, is he a great recruiter? Well, if you're a good person um, and connect dots, uh, meet people well, uh, get along with people, uh, well, you know, that's a pretty good recipe for a guy that can help you get and retain uh, quality basketball players. Um, you know, I, I, I've never really bought into uh, the, the, the notion that's a great recruiter. Well, what the heck is that? Um, uh, do you, do, does the guy get along with people? Is he a hard worker? Um, uh, yes, in both categories for Coach Jones. But um, I, I gravitated to his uh, incredible uh, record, um, and I've seen it firsthand in his uh, 23 years. I think he was at DeMatha for 23 years. Um, I went to the math on one of the first days uh, I was the head coach after becoming the head coach at, uh, at, at, at Tech um, and just uh, uh, so impressed with his command uh, of that uh, gym and a lot of players in there, a lot of really good players. And when Mike walked in, um, yeah, that, uh, that, that gym comes to order and um, there's purpose and there's guys uh, moving and there's quality work uh, being done. Uh, his skill development work is uh, is uh, is a high level. Um, so I uh, feel great about it. Um, happy to have him uh, on board. He's um, he's doing a great job for us. Coach, moving into player turnover this offseason, you and your staff were able to add two very exciting players to the roster in both Storm Murphy and Lynn Kidd. What was the process of getting both of those two young men to Blacksburg? And in what ways do you think that they can both contribute to Virginia Tech's success this coming season? I was um, I was the first person to off store, offer Storm a uh, Division I scholarship back um, coming out of high school. Uh, I saw him at uh, Peach Jam in Augusta. Uh, he came up uh, on his own uh, during July. couldn't uh, host him. Uh, he and his dad came up. And I liked it, and uh, and committed uh, on their way back to uh, back to Wisconsin. Uh, and he was terrific for uh, for me, and you know has gone on and had a uh, two more really really good years. Um, I've said you know many times I believe it. I, I during his time at uh, Wofford, I said I think he's you know top twenty, top twenty five, thirty point guard in the country. Um, you know, different people define that different ways. Uh, he is a point guard. He is a um, uh, great passer. Um, get you in your stuff. Uh, he is a terrific shooter. Uh, and I've had a bunch of good ones. Uh, during his time, uh, we had uh, three others. I think we had five guys. And I had a really good team in 18-19. Um, five guys over 40% from three. And uh, he was as good as any that uh, that we had. Uh, so, you know, we got his COVID year and made contact with him at the end of their season. And um, that was a pretty, I don't think there's a such thing as an easy recruitment. That was easier. Uh, we uh, had a track record together and had enjoyed a lot of good times. Uh, and I, uh, I, I'm thrilled to have him in Blacksburg. And Lynn, um, you know, we uh, you know, just adjust and adapt. Uh, we we uh, we we lost one that we thought was coming. Um, I don't lose a lot of sleep over it anymore. 
fellows. I mean, it's just just where we are, and it's a sign of the times. Um, I don't agree with it. I don't uh, don't like it. Uh, so you you know you stick and move, keep uh, keep on you know moving ahead in an attempt to make. Uh, the necessary adjustments and make the program better. And I think Lynn Kidd does that. We wa- uh, really wanted him coming out of high school the year before. He's one of those kids could have been in high school last year. Um, and uh, we would have taken him, um, but um, we uh, we took uh, grad transfer Cordell Pimsel. Uh, he went to uh, Clemson, uh, Lynn, that is. Um, and, uh, you know, reevaluated things at the end of um, Clemson season and, you know, wanted to change the scenery. And we were happy to uh, to bring him on board. He's going to be a good player for us. Next question I have here um, is the transfer portal and transfer process is new to the world of college athletics. How do you try to advise and assist players that are either entering or departing from the program? Um, I don't know that I advise. Um, uh, it's pretty cut and dry. Um, I was a little shocked. I was a little surprised that one of our guys that, uh, that left, uh, I hope I'm wrong guys. I hope I'm wrong. I'm not sure that we're all going to have a couple every year. Um, uh, I, I just, um, uh, this Kids are getting bad information, uh, bad guidance uh, from parents, from uh, AAU coaches, from whomever they're listening to, and they're going to gravitate uh, to those they think, uh, uh, you know, have the right answers. Um, uh, you know, so you know, I could talk a long time about it. Don't really care to, to be frank. Uh, so, um, you know, are you are you are you meeting your needs academically? Um, let's not lose sight of why they're here. They're here and they're on college campuses to get a first class degree. Um, you know, are you running to, um, what are you running to? You want to shoot 30 times a game? Uh, do you want to, um, you know, be in a, uh, a program that, uh, doesn't, um, demand that you defend and do the right things? Um, what are you about? You about winning? Are you about uh, you know scoring twenty two points a game, uh, getting twenty two shots a game? Um, if you're about the right things, and I hope that our program is about the right things, at the end of the day, you're about winning games. You're about um, competing for championships. You're about playing in the greatest tournament of them all, the NCAA tournament. Um, and if you're not, well, I really don't want you around. So, um, you know, we're going to find somebody that does, um, you know, value those, uh, those, those types of things. And, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully get it right. Coach, are there any differences in how you approach recruiting a high school pros- prospect versus a transfer? Um, I know that people go through incredible growth. Uh, and the way that you think, the way that you look at things, the way that you're presented opportunity uh, from the age of 18 all the way up to 21, 22. Is there a difference in how you recruit players uh, at different age groups like that? Um, the high school the high school market is is longer and uh, more traditional. Uh, now this is whole this whole thing has been you know really turned upside down in the last uh, 16 months because of COVID when we haven't been out. Um, and I look at half of our team, Storm Murphy would be an exception. I look at maybe not half, but uh, a good percentage, a, a, um, an alarming percentage of our roster, and I think a lot of people say this nationally, um, we never had on campus uh, before they got to campus as um, as uh, as Hokies, uh, and that's not how it's supposed to be. Uh, the first time I looked them in the eye was the first day that they uh, that they you know uh, got to uh, got to Blacksburg. Um, that's uh, coming back to the way it's supposed to be and more tra- traditional uh, recruiting uh, calendar. Thank goodness uh, we go out next weekend 
and evaluate uh, the team camp. So we'll be all over the place with that. And then uh, July, um, you know, it, it'll get it'll, it'll get sticky. Not there will be a lot of people that that spend a lot more time in the transfer portal because you got a better idea of what uh, you know what what that person possesses. He's bigger, stronger. He's got college film. Um, I'm not uh, going to adhere to that. I still think you'll. We'll build our program, our uh, core, with uh, with with young people that um, you know are chomping at the bit, and and we you know project as being uh, good players for us in the ACC. Um, but with the transfers, you know, Lynn Kidd goes in the portal, and less than a week later, he's committed to us, and two days later, he's come to Blacksburg to enroll in first session summer school. Um, so there's been a lot of this uh, microwave uh, recruiting. I think that'll slow down. Now, again, the guys can get back on campus as it pertains to the, uh, to the portal people. So, Coach, let's talk about the future here, Virginia Tech basketball. Um, every single major outlet, reporter, fan that you ask, you know, would say that we are ahead of schedule which is you know, kind of hard to disagree with at this point. Uh, I want to follow up on that and ask directly, how do you feel right now about the state of the program and how will you evaluate success moving forward? Um, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't uh, ahead of schedule, on schedule, I, I, you know, um, 36 years, uh, you want to leave it better than you found it. Uh, you want to, you want to get a little bit better every day. You certainly want to get a little bit better every year. We've done that to this point. Um, you know, we're still working through some things with regards to, uh, this, uh, 21, 22 team. I feel really good about it. And, um, uh, the opportunities that, uh, that we have, but, you know, I probably have said to you guys, as, as I've talked to you over the last couple of years, I, you know, I'm going to uh, undersell and overserve. Um, I not make a lot of projections in the, in the summer. Um, do I feel good about, uh, you know, uh, progress from year one to year two? Sure. Absolutely, I do. A uh, little surprise that, uh, that we – uh, we're able to get to that level in year two, uh, considering, you know, everything that transpired uh, walking in. Yeah, I am. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's the job. And uh, that's uh, uh, what we intended to do. Uh, not easy. Uh, next year's not going to be easy. Uh, but um, I think we're on a good course. I feel great about it. But, um, you know, again, today's a new day. And, um, I, you know, things don't slow down and keep on, uh, keep on rolling and, uh, making it better. And, uh, that's our intention. Coach, one more question for you before we move into letters of the lunch pail, uh, Coach, Hokie Nation was blown away by the Reach for Excellence campaign. We're all really, really excited about it. Uh, what does that campaign mean for the program and what was your involvement? Well, I mean, my involvement is what my boss, Whit Babcock, and and uh, all of our bosses, uh, President Sands, um, you know, puts before us. Um, I think it's a it's a it's a phenomenal uh, uh, goal. Um, what it could mean for Castle Coliseum, our beloved uh, arena, uh, is uh, would would be remarkable if we can uh, if we can get there, and we will. Uh, we're going to, uh, and I'm I'm excited about uh, the changes that will take place. Uh, what it'll do uh, for all of our programs ac across, you know, all men's and women's uh, teams. Um, uh, what it'll do for our football program, and and let's make no mistake, fellas, uh, there's not a bigger football fan on campus than Mike Young. We need for football to do well, um, and excited about. Uh, you know, this upcoming season and being back in Lane Stadium with uh, what I hope and think will be 75,000 Hokie fans. Um, 
So I thought it was uh, an aggressive, um, you know, proposal or campaign, but uh, one that we're all excited about and uh, want to do everything we can uh, as a uh, as a department, as uh, as as head coaches, to uh, make uh, make make all that come true. So we're going to move into letters from the lunch pail here. Uh, questions submitted on Twitter and Instagram brought to you by Sharky's Blacksburg. The cold drinks are always waiting at Sharky's. Al Jones says, now that you're two years settled in, how are you and the family enjoying Blacksburg and enjoying life back in Southwest Virginia? Are there any new favorite places to eat or things to do? Um, love it. I mean, absolutely, positively love uh, Blacksburg, uh, being back in Southwest Virginia. Um, you know, it's been such an awkward year, fellas, uh, not uh, not being out in the community more because of this darn virus. Um, and, uh, you know, hurt for uh, so many friends uh, and restaurant owners uh, and, you know, uh, folks downtown that uh, that that you know they survive with uh, with our uh, participation and 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 being uh, in their places. Uh, all that's getting better. Uh, you know, I love being down there. I love this uh, area. This is I mean, this is my home. Uh, these are you know my uh, my folks, and uh, it's been great meeting even more. Uh, great people and folks that have become great friends of mine and great friends of ours, Margaret. Um, we could not be, I couldn't be happier uh, with, uh, with everything that's transpired. I'll always be appreciative and um, uh, thankful uh, for how uh, Davis, our uh, high school senior was uh, embraced when we, uh, when we came to town and in, in April of 19 and, he finished his uh, two years at Blacksburg High School and had a wonderful two years. Uh, the teachers, coaches, and everybody over there that uh, you know took him in and uh, you know carried him along. He'll go to Wofford next year. Be a, a freshman down there. So uh, life's good, man. Life's good in Southwest Virginia. Feel great about it. Love that, Coach. Uh, Gross burnt. Hope hopefully I didn't butcher that. As Full suit, quarter zip and sneakers, or Hawaiian shirt on the sideline. Rank them again. That's full suit, quarter zip and sneakers, or Hawaiian shirt. Full suit, quarter zip and sneakers, Hawaiian shirt. Um, That's right. I may, I may go uh, without a shirt. Period. If I have to wear a Hawaiian shirt again. Um, <laughs> That was not uh, that was not my cup of tea. I saw a picture. Maybe it was you guys. Maybe it was. Uh, oh no! Oh no! The, the advertisement. The advertisement uh, for, uh, for for today's show. Uh, I hadn't seen that. I still have that shirt. I still have that shirt down in the basement. Um, you'll never ever see me wear that shirt again. It is a really cool shirt. It's a Tommy Bahama shirt. It's got the hokey logo on it. It's uh, it's cool. Um, I just think we're supposed to wear coat and ties. I'm getting some pushback from my staff. Um, that's not going to last much longer. Let me assure you. Um, I, uh, I just think we're supposed to be in a coat and tie. I will say, uh, that, um, that was something that we all agreed to as, uh, as a league, uh, to, uh, wear more relaxed, uh, clothes, uh, and, and not having to pack a garment bag was, uh, was, was awesome. Uh, but uh, I will look forward to getting back to uh, wearing uh, a coat and tie on the sideline. And, um, you know, that's what we're doing. So there we go. Well, Coach, uh, the one the one that I submitted, um, you obviously wouldn't be bringing the Tommy Bahama shirt on this trip. But I know you're burning the candle at both ends, burning that midnight oil. We just got back from Nags Head for a little vacation. I'm curious, Coach Young, where does you, where do you and the family go when you have some time to unwind and uh, head to vacation? Are you are you an Outer Banks guy headed to Florida? Where does the Young family go uh, go for vacation? Um, when I'm with dating my wife, uh, her family had a, a second row home in Litchfield. Um, 
I vacationed in Myrtle Beach as a kid. I'll never go back to Myrtle Beach as long as I live uh, after discovering uh, Litchfield, Pauley's Island. Uh, got a lot of great, great friends that have places at, uh, at Debbie Duke. Um, uh, Alamorada, Florida is, a, is an all-time favorite. Um, you know, been to Belize, love Belize. I love going out west. I'd go out west every year if I could. Uh, Montana, Utah, Wyoming, uh, and uh, and fish out there. Um, you know, try to find a place where I put my feet in a body of water, guys. Uh, that um, that that's that's the greatest place on earth for me uh, when uh, I have an opportunity to uh, to unwind. So, just a few places. I'm not giving them all away to you guys. You got to be kidding me. Coach, thank you so much for your time today. 6.30 in the morning. I'm ready for a cup of coffee and to get after it. I hope that everything's going well with you. We're looking forward to this season and wishing you all the best uh, with, uh, the, with the rest of this preseason. All right, fellas. Take care. Have a great day. It's time to wander, tripping in the sand. We smoke out windows. Drink till we can't stand by the saw you dance like you want to in my head. Love she said is Oh I know it's what you're thinking. Do you and